0: he'll hey i don't know man because it's kind of rough i think i'd rather listen to
1: these dudes while i take a puff
0: <sighs> organic football <laughs> which is just like fucking ironic
1: all right welcome back once again it's the organic football podcast week 16 guys wrapping it up this season this 2020 season and what a season it has been uh, i'm sure we'll find plenty of adjectives to describe it over the course of this show but we will be crowning a champion uh, at the end of this football game tonight that we're watching. It is the Bills and the Patriots on Monday Night Football and the Bills are jack-stomping all over New England. It seems like uh, years and years of pent-up revenge. The Patriots haven't had a losing season in 20 years, so Rich, I'll check in over there, man. Uh, Does it look like uh, the Bills are taking out some frustration on the lowly Pats this year?
2: Yeah, I think think that's exactly right. I was telling Brad earlier today, I thought the Bills would come into this game and, you know, just, you know, it's like uh, the older brother who's always beating up on the younger brother. And finally that younger brother's like, no, look at me, I'm jacked. And he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) And uh, I think it's kind of played out that way. We're we're only into the third quarter a little bit here. It's 31-9. to And I think the Bills are having a little fun this
1: evening.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say that the Bills have been waiting on this moment. And they're, I think they're enjoying themselves too.
1: Well, and they should be, man, because yeah, New England's obviously had a stranglehold on this division forever. It seems like, and Tom Brady left town. The big question at the beginning of the year was, would Cam Newton and Bill Belichick be able to, uh, you know, pick up right where he left off. And the answer to that is no, a lot of factors, you know, Patriots that have a lot of guys opt out, some injuries along the way, but you know, no excuses, man. The Patriots are going to have a losing season and, uh, you know, I don't think Mr.
0: Belichick's too happy about that. I was going to say, I think the Bills kind of want to watch him cry. <laughs> I think that's what their whole motivation is tonight.
2: Yeah, in regards to the season, I do think that uh, that those opt-outs were pretty major. I, I, they lost about eight guys, and so I think that was a, that was a big factor. But I also think you see the regression of Cam Newton. Um, week to week and it was never going to be anything magnificent with him at the quarterback position. So um on to next year for them, I'm I'm looking to see who they pick up at quarterback cuz I don't think it'll be Cam Newton. Can
0: you imagine if they got a Justin Herbert or something? That would be crazy. Wow.
2: Well, Justin Fields, Justin Fields might be in the cards for them and that that would be pretty nice. Um but yeah, we'll see. They might they might go the free agent route. Maybe they'll go stop Gap. like I said Matt Stafford on the books, maybe let's see. Let's we'll see what happens.
1: Maybe Nick Foles, you know, they could bring him in, see what he's got left in the tank.
0: <laughs> I'd rather see him go after a cart months or something.
2: You're the one who told me last week that didn't happen. He's staying in Philly.
0: Unless someone gives them major draft picks. That's the only <laughs> way it will happen.
2: Nah. Second rounder, fourth rounder, he's gone. He's out of here this offseason. See ya.
0: Well, guys, uh,
1: I did mention it at the start there. We have a championship game underway in our league Big-time matchup, and it looks like the Rook, Zach, is in a comfortable position with a lead. Uh, his opponent only has the Bills' defense going, so I don't know. It would take a miracle of all miracles to pull it off at this point. So it's looking like the Rook is going to come into our league and steal this trophy in year one. What What do you think about that, Brad?
0: Zero thoughts. <laughs>
1: i've got some thoughts all right well let's go to you rich brad collect your thoughts
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's probably better for me to opine on what's what's taking place i I guess um one thing i will say real quick is if you aren't finishing up your season in week 16 we're going to give out a little advice tonight for some week 17 stuff but my biggest piece of advice is to wrap your season in a week 16. This is the last time that everything is just standard football that we are expecting. Everybody is playing full games, full players, full rosters. So uh, eliminate that work, work to eliminate that as soon as possible. If you are playing into week 17.
1: Real quick on that, Rich, did you see that uh, the NFL, I believe approved a, 18 game schedule, possibly for next year. So we may have to revise that next year where it's like, uh, you know, it can play 17 weeks and then week 18 would be the, the one you don't want to compete in.
2: Yeah. Interesting. I didn't see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just don't play the last week. I mean, right. Don't, don't play the last week of your season. Cause you're going to have teams that are wrapped up. Um, it's it's less likely to come into play, but you know Kansas City's wrapped up in the NFC. There's not much that can happen for Tampa Bay, so it's um it's just something to pay attention to and, and get out of your game. Well, you
0: generally can. speaking, if the team is good, they're going to rest their players. So if the the players are good, then generally speaking, they scored a lot of points for you over the season, so you're in a good position. So, in a sense, I feel like the players that are resting are going to affect the really good teams. So. Definitely want to stay away from that week.
2: Yeah, there's guys, Kansas City guys. I mean, Pat Mahomes for a lot of people, and, and you're not gonna be able to play that guy next week. So that is the start the quarter? that's not that's it's yeah, and yeah, you could have those type of situations too, like where a, a situation wraps up while the games are playing or something, and then they just say, Okay, pull the guys, pull them out. Like yeah, middle of the sec- middle of the second quarter. I've seen it happen. So it's just not something you want to fuck around with. It's not typical fantasy football action. So don't don't fuck around with it. Otherwise, two week final.
1: Some leagues go with uh, the two-week finals. Is that what you're going to say, Brad? Where they yeah. add week 16 and 17. and Yeah. I think it's just too unpredictable in that last week. And like you said, you have great players that have got you there all of a sudden. Well, just Rich said bench. it earlier
0: today. You, we play every single week for one week. We compete for every single week. But the very final week, everything rides on. Is two weeks and a week that doesn't matter yeah so that get rid of the two weeks and end it on yeah. this week 16
2: okay and then let me um let me get back to opining for a moment on mr., mr. Zach Alwende who appears the in America
1: um, all- American
2: first of all what's up with that name that was a weird name
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his Instagram <laughs> account name
2: oh well, I bet. Mr. Champion, yes. I, I, I do think that I would go ahead and put that on there. But yeah, weird name. Okay. Um secondly, I, I believe I told you guys um if we did that other standings, he would have been three and ten this year against those standings. Very low points scored during the season. So he I think he's a very lucky he's champion. He's the lowest to be honest with you. I believe he was the lowest scoring team in early years. Second he second lowest. No, 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 third. By the, by the time the end of the year pulled around, he did kind of start to score points. So that was good. He he got on a run. But to me, it was a very lucky run. I, I wouldn't anticipate it, and I think this low. goes to show goes to show how luck does play into our game. We we can do a lot of research and all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, you have the luck factor. When it comes to the playoffs, there's not a lot of control over those last three weeks of like you know just securing yourself a championship. It it, it can go some wild ways.
0: And Mark, let me just show you this. So Zach and you, you know, you guys had seasons totally different. Zach had 973 points scored against him. You had 1280. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'll lose you some games real quick.
0: 300 points difference.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, Zach snuck into the playoffs in the back door with a 6-seed, 7-6 and six record, and went on a little bit of run in these last three weeks, jumped on David Montgomery and Jonathan Taylor's back, and, hey, man, he's about to get a trophy for his troubles.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, he's he gets into the championship game this week. Puts up 89 points, which is decent. That's a decent yep. score in our league. Yep. But um, for the championship, I usually am looking to put up more points. And, One tank. And, you know, he catches Eddie, who's maybe going to put up 70 this week. So, um, again, you know, it's just luck um, in this regard. I, I don't think – no offense to Zach. I don't think Zach has a lot of skill yet when it comes to this game. And um, But good on him. He, he's, won, he's won a championship. Uh, are we going to have him on, Brad? Do you know? Is he, he going to join us on Wednesday?
0: Uh, Wednesday, yeah. Okay,
2: great. I'll so give him he, some
0: more shit. I wouldn't even be surprised if he had a suit and tie. The will be in the boat. I phone. would not be surprised. <laughs> He's looking forward to the podcast. Mm.
1: Wow.
2: Well, I'm going to tear him a new one. So <laughs>
0: <That's good. laughs> so look, I can't wait for his face to it. be like, <laughs> and then be like, oh, oh bro. why did come on? <laughs> You guys are being mean to me. Yeah, I'm mean, be mean to him. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm a little bitter myself. My team put up 120 points this week, man. I, I created a team that was that was ready to rock for this GP chip, but I don't. I don't get. There. Hey,
0: by the way, I am totally for the rule of one more week of points.
2: Oh, uh huh. I was just messing around.
0: No, no, I'm not even kidding. I was so uninterested. I mean, I was even playing for third place, yeah. and yeah. Jesus, man, it was hard to watch.
2: It does affect our – like, we'd have to work with our payout structures and all that kind of stuff. But
0: We could squeeze 30 bucks out of something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The situation that happened, uh, Alvin Kamara, Rich, he had <laughs> six touchdowns on Christmas. Uh, not sure if you caught that with his red and green cleats. Uh you know, it was pretty impressive and I think you called it out man. These Saints hate the Vikings. They have been screwed by the Vikings the last 2 years and uh they came out made a statement and completely just dominated that game and uh that was that performance by Kamara Rich since Gale Sayers of the Bears there hasn't been another player to have that kind of game with 6 rushing touchdowns.
2: Yeah, absolutely amazing performance. I mean, most most rosters where Alvin Kamara resided, if they were playing for a championship game, probably yeah. walked away with that victory. You know, you get 54 points. I mean, that's that's wild, man. Um, three catches for 17 yards.
0: I put up 75 with eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, you <laughs> would have be beat me.
2: Did you catch that, though? Three, three catches for 17 yards. That's fairly disappointing.
1: Yeah, what was he doing out there in the receiving Come on. He actually could have had uh, seven (laughs) touchdowns, to be completely honest Mm -hmm. with you. They took him out, and Taysom Hill got one. But uh, Mm -hmm. just a a great performance uh, by Kamara, and I think he solidified his status as the number one fantasy running back. I mean, because I looked at Dalvin Cook's score, and, well, he didn't put up 54 points. So I'm guessing that that is Kamara's title uh, as we close out the season here.
2: That is one thing about. I'll, I'll take some happiness away from this season. If I'm going to pay f- the number one dollar figure for a player, it damn well better be the number one running back. So oh. that's what I said. That's what I said when I did it. I overspent on Alvin Kamara just a little bit, 80 bucks. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to go there, but I went there and he absolutely was the number one running back. So I am happy about that.
0: I just thought about this. Is this going to take the crown away from. Derrick Henry, the Triple Crown. He's not going to be number 1 in touchdowns anymore, is he? I don't think so.
2: No, I don't think so. Yeah, well, he was at
0: the, he was he was racing for the Triple Crown. We have
2: another game. We do have another game. Derrick Henry could have uh six touchdowns next week.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, you just show the uh juxtaposition of what Derrick Henry can do. When I played Eddie earlier in the year, Derrick Henry had 41 points against me and in the championship game, uh, man, he was only able to get, what, about 10 points? 9.8.
0: Hmm.
1: I was expecting bigger things in the snow in Lambeau, too. I thought he might uh find some more space. But, you know, Green Bay, thats they live for those kind of games uh, in the snow like that. Obviously, Rodgers, just Devontae Adams, they're playing pitch and catch out there, man.
2: Making it look easy. I would say anybody who was rostering Devontae Adams and was in a championship game was putting themselves in a fairly nice position.
0: So, uh, Mark, I just did some research. Oh, boy. How many Russian touchdowns do you think Derrick Henry has? Mm,
1: 12 would be a guess. 15. Oh, okay.
0: That's good. How many do you think Kamara has? 19? No. 16. Oh. He's only got it by one. So, literally, he could get it right back.
2: How many touchdowns does Devontae Adams have?
1: I think he has 17. I think I saw that.
2: He's got his number. Oh,
0: actually – Yeah, you're going to say, because he got 16, and then that's at the – or tied the record, and then he got the record. That's
2: right. And, yeah, I don't um, – No, he
0: doesn't have the record. Moss has 25. Oh, no, he has the lead this year, yeah. Yeah.
2: From that game, though, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I went into that game thinking to myself, man, is this a Derrick Henry game? But they get behind in that game. and It it changes the aspects, the ratios of that game. I thought it was interesting – We finally got to see A.J. Dillon, and he played the role of Derrick Henry. That's what you were expecting from Derrick Henry out there. I don't know if you guys caught A.J. Dillon, but he looks the part out there.
0: 250-pound beast? Yeah. I mean, he looks like a mini Derrick Henry. Oh, I don't
2: know about mini. He's still
0: bulldozed. He's still bulldozed.
2: I don't know about mini, man. (laughs) He's big. Look, did you see them legs? Okay, so maybe yeah. he's a little bit, a little bit slider up in the upper body area, but those legs, man, like he's got bigger legs than freaking Saquon Barkley. I don't, I don't mean to like talk about a guy's legs so much, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> those things. Yeah, when, I
0: talk about hands. You like legs?
2: <laughs> those things art, are
0: built for. Mark like, <laughs> No, I just wanted to build for
1: pushing. Uh, I just. <laughs> I just wanted to uh say that Alva Camara also has five receiving touchdowns this year. So add that to his tally.
2: Slap that on top. Of
1: so it. that's twenty one total, I think. If my math is correct.
2: It's a groovy year for Alva Camara, man.
1: Yep.
0: That is correct, Mark.
1: What other what other
2: storylines you guys want to talk about.
1: Uh yeah, I did want to say uh yeah, AJ Dillon 2021 uh draft prospect. <laughs> Might want to start mm-hmm. thinking about that guy after that performance, but uh, I guess we could talk about the Bears. Yeah. I mean, they went into Jacksonville and crushed it, bro.
0: Can I talk one last thing about AJ Dillon real quick? Mm, yeah. So you talked about draft prospects next year, which I was kind of thinking of like, wow, this guy would be really nice to have my team. <laughs> but you also have a guy named Aaron Jones.
2: He's a free agent.
1: Yeah, free agent,
0: bro. Oh.
2: Yeah, there's a lot okay. of rumors that it might be just out the door.
1: There's a lot okay. of teams that need running backs, so the solid guy like him.
0: Okay, yeah, he's back on my board. Yeah. We move in, on. I, on. I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> there's a there's a guy creeping up on my board for next year. I'll tell you guys about. I'll, I'll let you in on the secret. I like Zach Moss, man. Yeah. He's looking good.
1: <laughs> look at this guy he's coming around
2: he's looking, he's looking good man that's the talent that he has it's just yeah. sometimes okay there's some rookies that they don't really get it they don't get it until like the end of the year and then it starts clicking for them. and then it's like what's going to happen to him for next year is like going to be sick and mm-hmm. there's some but there's some rookies that hit the ground running so it's a little yeah. different
0: my memory states me correct mark really liked david montgomery but think- and it took him Two years yeah. to come around, so Zach Moss will not be good next year. Yeah. It'll be the following oh, year. Oh man! So I've, Mark will get him next year, lose all interest, toss him to the you know the free wires. Next year is like I won't touch him for a dollar, no. and then boom,
2: gonna <laughs> be a beast. Mark, I've been there before though, bro. I I I was I, that was one of my self scouting things from a couple seasons ago. Was I was too early on talent alone. Because i I see talent, man. Mm-hmm. I, I like it doesn't take me long to see a guy with the ball in his hands. A running backs especially, like when I see running backs, I know who's good and who's not. I see that shit. It doesn't take me long, but like I love Derrick Henry. His rookie season.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, think I, I had I put, him at some point.
2: I think he was on my roster and your roster that year. I was like, I yeah. love this guy, but just like they just got to give him the rock. Well, guess what? That's, yeah. that's kind of what we do. It's got to be talent, it's got to be opportunity. And then that equals fantasy success.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. And uh, with Zach Moss, it's just if you really think about this coaching staff of the Bills, however, this season finishes out. I mean, they put on the tape of Devin Singletary. What are they going to see? See, a completely average running back. Zach Moss is the guy who has a little bit of spark. Well,
0: it's just like Cordell Patterson in Chicago. Like, why the hell was he in the backfield when you have a guy like David Montgomery? Right. It's just like, we watch film. We can obviously see that one back, back A is better than back B. And yet, these coaches who literally have done this their entire lives cannot see it or are so stubborn they refuse to change or use the new back. It's crazy.
2: There's a lot that goes into that stuff. It depends on the team and stuff too. Like you know, um, you know Buffalo. Buffalo is not a, a heavy run team in the first place, but also Zach Moss has shown a little ball security issues and a little bit of that uh, pass pro. You gotta if you're gonna. Run the offense that the Bills are running. You got to be out there and pass pro and be able to be trusted. So that's a lot of like what the work is for a rookie to get to where he's in the good graces and the trusted circle of the coaching staff. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, while we were talking about Montgomery, there, guys, I crunched some numbers, oh and uh, I thought you guys uh, fill you in on this. So, Rich, we talked about this last episode about uh, you offered me a trade of Chase Edmonds. I think there were some other pieces involved, but it was basically uh, Edmonds for David Montgomery. So that was after week eight. It was right before the Cardinals buy. So Mm -hmm. uh, I went and added up the totals of what Chase Edmonds did fantasy-wise and what David Montgomery did in these last uh, eight weeks of the season. So David Montgomery – let me start with Chase Edmonds. He had 54.7 playing eight games. Total of 54.7 fantasy points. David Montgomery, on the other hand, that guy, uh, he first he had a game where he got 2.2 against the Rams when the Bears got their asses kicked. Then he got a little dinged up, and then the Bears had a bye week. So he missed those games. Mm-hmm. And a uh, total of five games, 114.4 for David Montgomery. <laughs> absolute rock star performance down the stretch from uh, the Chicago bears running back. I did not see that one coming my friend.
2: Yeah. I, I tried to tell people, <laughs> I tried to tell people about Mr. David Montgomery. I, I think he's a talented guy. I, not only, not only is he in a good situation for this back half of this season, I think he's actually a very talented back. That's, that's kind of what I've said. And let me it, ask
1: you this. if, Matt Nagy did not relinquish the play calling, the offensive play calling, to Bill Lazor. Then, what do you think Montgomery's uh, path would have been? I don't know, man. I think it has a lot to do with that change they made. You know, uh, Nagy just cannot get his head out of his ass when it came to Montgomery. Like he just cannot figure out how to get this guy the rock, how to get him going. And Bill Lazor said, "Yeah, give this guy the rock. I mean, he's a stud running back."
2: Yeah, I also, I also think. It took a minute, but they decided that they could also use David Montgomery in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so they've gotten to where they can get down to that type of an offense, and he's he's a three-down back. He's worthy of it. So um, whoever's making the decisions, that's all well and good. I think Mitchell Trubisky's arrival back into this season into the fold, that yeah, was helpful all, too.
1: Yeah, I,
2: absolutely. I, he's playing out of his mind. Um <laughs> One thing, Brad, uh, I don't know if you remember. I thought we had a little, like, quote-unquote bet. Not a real bet, but um, I think we had a bet. I can't remember on the Not bay. a real bet, though. Yeah, was it top 20 or top 15 offense that I said they would be?
1: Mm, I do. I'm starting. Remember the that? fog is lifting. I'm starting to remember this. Uh.
0: Chicago offense?
2: Yeah, Chicago offense. I I remember you were like, they're going to be god awful. And I said, well, I think by the end of the year, I think you were like, I think you were pressing for 20 and I overstepped it and said I would go even to 15. They would be a top 15 offense this season.
0: Yeah, it definitely wasn't 20. I would not have been shocked by it because, well, I think you might
2: be. You were quite dubious in that episode. I I believe you told me they would be bottom five offense this year. Yeah. I could go back and find it.
0: I think I said bottom five. I think you said top 10. No, 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 no.
2: Not for the bet. I said they had potential for top 10, but not for the bet. Not for the bet. Yeah, I
0: think it was 20 and 15 then. That sounds about right.
2: You know where they're sitting right now?
0: Well, I'm guessing 12. 15. Right. 15.
2: 15 15 and overall (laughs) offense. We got one week left, buddy.
1: Yeah, and you know, like I said, guys, we uh, we mentioned that Bears game real quick. They went down there and smashed Jacksonville. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, did Jacksonville all of a sudden, towards the end of the week, they're like, let's start Mike Glennon. And he gives us the best chance to win. It's like, does he give you the best chance to win or best chance to uh, get Trevor Lawrence?
2: I thought, it was, I, I thought it was pretty funny in this game. The Bears get up by like, I think it was when they went up 34 to 10. I think that's when the Jags like, are like, okay, we can start trying again. Like, yeah. like I, I feel like they like kind of did like change the momentum in that game a little bit from there. And they were like, yeah, well, let's go play hard again. Like, okay, we know we're going to lose now. Let's go play hard. Like everything's all square. We're getting Trevor Lawrence. We're good to go.
1: Yeah. And then with the playoff scenarios, guys, I mean, we got the Cardinals, the Rams and the bears. It's coming down to that mm-hmm. in week 17 and uh, I guess we can rehash this Cardinals game that happened on Saturday. Uh, Rich, I know you, man, you bleed that. I mean, everybody has red blood, I guess, but <laughs> your blood is really, really Cardinal red. <laughs> Dude, this game, I mean, what can you say about it? Just not a very inspired effort by the Cardinals. You lose to the C.J. Beathard-led 49ers and just not able to convert in the red zone. A few bad decisions uh, by Kyler Murray. What will you see, man?
2: I definitely saw that bad decision for sure where he threw an interception in the freaking end zone. You know, don't do that. Don't do that. We changed the whole aspect of what this game is. So I don't like that. Um, I believe when we talked pre-preview of this game, I told you guys I'm just worried about the Cardinals playing to the level of their competition. If they think they're playing an inferior opponent, they play down. They don't play well. Um, so I do know that next week we go into a win and you're in situation. We beat the Rams, run the playoffs. So if you would have told me that heading into the season, I probably would have said, okay, that's uh, that's fucking awesome. If we can mm-hmm. if we can get there and we win this game, then then that's great. I don't have a lot of confidence in them winning this game. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you that they're going to win it, but again. a a struggle for me here. Okay. Because this should be a great thing. Jared Goff broke his thumb. Yeah. And I, we got the report tonight. He is going to be out. So now the Cardinals know all week they will be playing a third as backup quarterback. I think that's a bad thing, unfortunately. (laughs) And that, that goes to the mentality of this team, which is, which is frustrating, man. I I, I don't get it. So it, it won't surprise me at all if we end up eight and eight and miss the playoffs.
1: Yeah, what does this backup the Rams have? Uh, some kid out of Wake Forest. Uh, Wolford. Yeah, Wolford. I've never mm-hmm. heard of him. I'm not even sure if he's ever taken an NFL snap. So uh, the way that the Cardinals abused Daniel Jones in New York a couple weeks ago uh, with the defense of the ball, you know. I would hope for a strong performance from them. And hey, it's a possibility, guys, if the Cardinals win and the Bears win, I believe they will both be in the playoffs. So,
2: winning, you're in for all three of those teams. Whoever wins gets the go, basically. So, mm-hmm. I do know that the, the Bears are playing the Packers. They. Packers do have something to play for. They have yep. to secure their, They still have to secure their one seed. And there's
1: so. the only one bye team this year, so that adds a little extra to it. That first spot, you know, it's coming That's down it. to Green Bay, Seattle, and uh, New Orleans, and that number yeah. one seed, man, you get that week off and that bye week. It's big. Yeah, the Chiefs already locked that up in the AFC, obviously. But
2: Yeah, so it should be interesting. A, a quick note, too, Daryl Henderson tweaks up his ankle in this game, and uh, so – Malcolm Brown is the last man standing so he'll be on my Mm -hmm. waivers for you guys if you are playing in a week 17 he's definitely got to be a priority Mm -hmm. especially against these Cardinals (laughs) sorry
1: yeah Yeah.
0: I know you guys are kind of down on the Cardinals and everything and rightfully so but I will say I do think they're going to come to play this week just because last week they thought like we just got to win one of these two games so like they were kind of taking the game off where this one, like you say, play to your competition, they know like they have to win. So I do feel like they'll bring a little extra punch.
2: Yeah, I was I was getting to the point on that Malcolm Brown thing, though, that uh, we kind of glossed over it, but really a bad thing here is, you know, we gave up a career day to Jeff Wilson. And don't get me wrong, like Jeff Wilson is a, a nice little running back, but um, to give up, you know, 180-something yards or whatever to him is just like, that's absurd. I mean, that just means that just means literally you're getting pushed around the field, which to me it just can't happen in week 16.
1: And then the insult to injury—literally, uh, it looked like Kyler Murray on the last play of the game uh, did something to his leg. I don't know if he tweaked his knee, but uh, from what the reports I'm seeing, Rich, it looks like he's on track to play this weekend. But you know, just another factor going into it, Kyler's a little dinged up. Yeah, just like last year,
2: he's put, going into that last game, dinged up a lot more on the line this year. So I'm assuming he'll play. Um, but yeah, could you imagine Brett Hundley and John Wolford for the fucking for the last fucking wild card spot? Cool.
1: <laughs> well, I recall a Cardinal season that featured Max Hall, uh, John. Maybe. What was his name? Skelton. Skelton. John, John Skelton. Skelton, Yep. And Kevin uh, Cobb. Kevin Cobb, a little uh, maybe some Ryan Lindley action starting Derek a Anderson. playoff game in Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's so funny to me. No, for sure. We need. i will saying we need Kyler. That's all i uh,
2: Yes, yes, I agree. I fucking totally agree, man.
0: How many quarterbacks do you think it was before in between Kurt Warner and Kyler Murray? If you had to guess yourself, the top of your head, nine.
2: Oh, between them two, like eh, Kurt and he eh, about nine, ten
1: got maybe. different guys who started a game. I mean, that's that's been the Bears' entire existence. So, like, if, uh, I mean, I can sit here and pick on some terrible Cardinals quarterbacks, but the the your list has an end point, like, the Bears' list is endless. It's been uh, decades and decades of pathetic quarterback play and just rotating guys in and out so uh and it's still to this day to you know 2020 i mean we have mitchell trubisky are the bears going to re-sign him next year should they bring him back because he's going on a little three or four game tear uh maybe if he gets us to the playoffs i don't know And then he could come back next year and look exactly the same out the gate for the first eight games that he did this year so
2: yeah i don't know i freaking i root for mitchell because it was funny i was sitting there like talking like in my head, I was like, oh yeah, he's playing a good game, playing a good game. And then he'll have these goofy throws. He had a couple goofy throws in that game. And you're just like, whoa, bro, come on, don't do that. Um, but he's a talented guy too. He's Here's another guy who actually, I, I do feel like he has talent and he has, he has a little bit of a mechanical issue sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. what causes these throws. So it's like somebody's got to fix him up. I think if you fix him up, he could actually play in my opinion, when he, he uses his feet. I mean, he he gets to go out there. He he kind of like when he's super on point. He's he's Mahomes light. That's what I would call him. He's just got to get it figured out. I hope they figure it out for him. I, I would I would stick around with him one more year, pick up his fifth year and move on. Draft a quarterback and see what you get.
0: Speaking of bad balls, did you guys watch that Pittsburgh game?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, oh I did. That was that was fun to watch for a little while.
0: Like <laughs> for a
2: while, you know what? I just realized there was only so much QB mojo to go around on that field. Old QB mojo, it's like, like, so Philip Rivers comes out the gate and he's dying in it, dude, right? And then, you know? and then all of a sudden. It's, it's Ben Roethlisberger throwing dimes, like, but only one at a time, man. You can't have two old-ass motherfucking quarterbacks out there slinging it. Only one no. can get it going.
0: <laughs> Your Maybe turn. it was they, like, messed up the needles. Like, Philip got the needle, the shot before the game, and then Ben Roethlisberger got the shot during halftime. But the shot was supposed to go to Indy, but they messed up, went to the wrong locker room, gave it to the wrong quarterback, and then all of a sudden Ben Roethlisberger has the game of his life.
1: Yeah, yeah I got think a, that
0: makes all the sense in the world now.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think that tells a story, but yeah, they all of a sudden, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, like he's had a dead arm for weeks, and then uh, second half, he just started slinging a little bit. Man, he had these, these balls, they were just on point. Like, it, at first half, he was literally Fucking six yards left on some guys, and just saying, it. like dudes, it's like okay, he's got no accuracy
0: anymore. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. Some of them were like five yards short. It was like the wide receivers just looking at them like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: he's like, Oh, I thought you were gonna come back. And they're like, No. He's like, Oh, okay, my bad, man, my bad.
1: Real quick, guys, I want to mention in the AFC, I don't know if you looked at these standings. We have one, two, three, four, five teams with a ten and five record. Yeah. Only four of them are getting in, is that right? Or only three of them are getting in?
2: That's correct. I think Um, I think it leaves the Colts as
1: the odd man out right now. Colts could well, be not- the odd man out.
2: Yeah, they're they're the only team where they if they win it doesn't mean they're in. They can be eleven and five and miss the playoffs. Oh, if everybody else on, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> check in over the NFC East while we're talking about an eleven and five team that could potentially miss the playoffs. Uh, just looking here, we got Washington six and nine and Dallas six and nine tied at the tippy top of the standings there. So uh it looks like well, a seven and nine team is gonna win this division and host okay. a playoff game.
2: Technically the Giants could we'll win that die. Giants um, could win that division. If Washington loses and the Giants win, the Giants will win that division with a six and ten record.
1: Well, if Dallas gets the seven and Dallas has to lose too, right?
2: Dallas and New York play each other.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Gotcha. So one of those one of those teams will be winning.
1: Huh. That makes sense. So if, if New
2: York wins, then Dallas loses, and then they just need Washington to lose as well. Washington
1: to lose. <laughs> I, thought night
2: was, night. I thought it was very funny because the last time we checked in on this, I believe Mark had Washington, I believe Brad had New York, and I believe I had Dallas.
1: <laughs> well, it's at, at one point I was riding with Philly, but I may have switched to uh, Washington. I think you area.
2: went to Washington. I yeah. think the last time I checked in, you were on Washington.
1: That's hilarious. So man. it's funny.
2: It's the, Those are the three that are left. One of us is going to be right.
1: <laughs> Unreal, man. What a pathetic division.
2: Speaking of pathetic, I, I know I had a rant on him already last week. Did you guys see he got cut? Dwayne Haskins is out the door.
1: He gone. Oh.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. They said, all right, dude, come on, you're out of here. It's funny. They let him play this weekend. They're like, all right, well, we're like emergency mode. You're going to have to get out there. And then after they're just like, that's all right, dude. <laughs> we're good. They don't even know if Alex Smith will be healthy this week. So they're just like, yeah. uh, we'll go with um, Wineke. Was that who was in or what? what's his name? Yeah, he's some fucking other backup. They went with, they're like, yeah, we'll go with him. <laughs>
0: I just picture them as like, he's like, all right, what time's practice on Monday? And everyone just like gets real quiet, starts looking (laughs) eye to eye sideways, like, oh shit, this just got awkward. Oh shit. Uh, Yeah, Dwayne? Yeah, yeah, we don't need you to come Monday, man. Sorry. What? What are you talking about?
2: We're not going to have you come any more days.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're good.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Did I say something wrong? He's out of here. Brad, I was I was uh, surprised that real quick uh, that uh, Zach started Baker Mayfield this weekend. I t- I texted you about that late Saturday. Uh,
0: yes. I didn't, I
2: didn't know if I should get involved or not, but I kind of got involved a little Zero. bit. But he's growing man. He can Is do he what does. he wants. We left 12 points on the table.
0: Yeah. Could have cost Apparently him. He didn't Could have cost him.
2: Against, uh, uh,
0: I do know. That Matt Ryan has rubbed him so bad that he just said, fuck him. So, I think right. that's what it came down to.
2: Well, here's the deal. When when a when a quarterback's missing all of his starting wide receivers, uh, <laughs> that affects things. That affects things on the field, for sure.
0: Oh, I'm sure you didn't read that.
1: I kept having to remind <laughs> myself of that when I was watching that game against the Jets. I'm like, what is he yeah. doing out there? Like, oh, yeah, he has uh, no wide receivers.
2: Yeah, I mean – get get real like that the timing's not going to be there i mean it, for what he was able to even do he had some good throws in this game so
1: mm-hmm.
2: i liked kind of what baker was able to do with these guys that he doesn't he had marvin hall out there and gosh i mean i i couldn't name the other two wide receivers who were out there it was good on him though
0: he was hitting them on the hands for sure like yeah. right in stride hitting them
2: yeah i mean good on him too i would say to use those tight ends he used Harrison Bryant a lot. He used Austin Hooper. He, he looked their way. I mean, um, that makes a lot of sense to me. But, yeah, I think it, it disrupts the flow of the offense. Like, Brad, you were, you were saying, like, okay, this should be a good day for running backs. Even that was kind of a little jammed up because they know what's going yeah. on. They know what's going on. Yes, they it's, it's the writing's on the wall is something like that. So it's just that's, that's why it's something avoidable. But, yeah, Zach gets to move on again. I don't know. I mean, Eddie had Eddie had the starts. I don't know if you guys are seeing that, but he had the starts to win this game. I mean that's how I was last year. I had the starts to win the game too. It's a, that's yeah, a he thruster.
1: did leave a lot of points on the bench, man. That's a tough pill to swallow for any fantasy manager.
0: I mean you to want me, talk about tough pills. Yes. I only yeah. played six players, Mark. <laughs> and I still lost. <laughs> oh my god. Two of the guys I went against got zeros.
2: Sarope so had two zeros, and Brad lost. Had two zeros,
0: and I still lost.
2: For third place.
0: That's wild.
2: Brad does not have good luck when it comes to the fucking playoffs. Brad, I mean,
1: dude, you went into the playoffs, the number one seed, rocking and rolling, team putting up massive amounts of points. and
0: Number one points, number one seed.
1: Oh, dude, and then it all goes sideways, and here you are in the four spot. I feel for you, brother, because I thought you had a rock solid squad this year, man.
0: You know, Facebook reminded me of a post I had that said Ova. Ova? I was like, oh, that was the championship game against Chris, my first year. The start of the sixth year downturn.
2: When they pulled Andrew,
0: Andrew Luck. That's that's when I said Ova. You said Ova. Yeah,
2: I remember. (laughs) And it's just yeah, I mean I fucking I don't know, man. That's a struggle I, I, I feel for you because that's a long line of success, sustained success year to year. I mean, in redraft leagues, that is tough to pull off. And you do it regularly, Um, and it's just a fucking luck factor at the end, I'll tell you, because everyone in the league was saying, you know, Brad's roster is scary, scary, scary. Oh, yeah. We all saw it. It was scary. Like, it's not something you can like. You felt like you could stack up against, but it just it kind of hit a, hit a luck wall here in the last and two. I had, weeks. I had the
0: matchups. I had good matchups.
2: No, they were nice. They were nice.
0: But it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> it does not so, matter. It does not. It does not it matter, matter sometimes. <laughs> oh man. That's uh,
0: so why it's a six sick, sick game play
2: man you guys want to smoke some weed yeah let's fucking circle
1: up man we've made it this far i mean it is the end of the season guys we set out on this mission on this road trip way back in summertime there's been plenty of stops and intermissions along the way that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) one in every episode in fact if i'm not mistaken
2: (laughs) i think we skipped like maybe two (laughs)
1: <laughs> we, might, we might have had like multiple. We had yeah, we might have had some multiple intermissions in different episodes. so Probably all evens out. But here we are again, guys, uh, circling up for that herbal intermission, talking about some of these great products that we're always, uh, you know, messing around with and helping us keep our chill during this uh, wild 2020 fantasy season. And, yeah, man, let's do it. Smoke some chronic. Good girl. Good girl. What's puffing? What's puffing today?
2: Yeah, bros. Uh, hey. So, guess what? I have to admit something. You see my pen right
1: here, Mark? Yeah, I see it. It's not good. gonna blow up, is it?
2: You see that same pen, right? It is the same pen. And you see this cartridge? Uh, this uh, cartridge is sitting right here. Yeah, yeah. That that would be from the good people at Venom. And what I, what I am tasting here is the blueberry that I was trying to smoke the last time.
1: Yeah, man.
2: Well, that's good. My pen was dead. I, I thought I charged it, and I guess I didn't.
1: <laughs> that explains everything, man.
2: It's okay. You can call it. Call it like it is. I'm a stony <laughs> fuck on that one. <laughs>
1: You're the <laughs> so what's wrong with my pen? <laughs> I was trying to come up with any solution I could think of. I didn't happen charge to go it. to. Hey, man, charge your pen. Maybe <laughs> go, go put it on the charger. I thought man, Greg uh, got back to you. <laughs>
0: you your pen
2: well i'll tell you what this cartridge i love it i haven't tried the other one even yet because i just stuck this thing on here i've been rocking it for a while too it's been going for a very long time because this is not like my first go of this here i've been i think i've been on this a day and it's only a 500 bread. see that I'm showing you yeah very good it's tasty man blueberry blueberry um and now i don't have the fucking cover to the thing blueberry Whatever.
1: blast I think that's was, the think blast. That was
2: it. Yeah, delicious I'm looking forward to that uh, hybrid that I have oh, as well nice can I give you guys some little tidbits that I still had missed out of this week while we smoke a little weed
1: yeah
2: man um Mike Evans
1: oh yeah Game to play.
2: He, he had a big game. Yeah, I just uh, I just wanted to give him a little shout, and I don't know if you guys know this little stat coming up here. He's pushing for a thousand yards this season. Um, if he can get there, he will be the first player ever to have a thousand yards in his first seven seasons.
0: Seven. Wow.
2: Seven. And that's I mean he had kind of an off year when it came to yardage. I mean touchdowns were there all year. Man. Touchdowns yeah. were sick. How many touchdowns did he have?
1: I know he had two this last weekend. Uh, I'm want to say like 13 or 14. Let me see if I can check real quick. Yeah, I can check.
2: Dope year, man, for for him. I I I'd be highly interested in him next year. I think a little more rapport. And a whole full off season. I think it'll be really nice next year. Thirteen. Thirteen touchdowns, man. That's fucking dope. Um and then I had um another guy who deserves a little cred cred too is uh Miles Gaskin. This guy came back and had a freaking bitchin' game. Seems like he's gonna like solidify himself as the back there, so he'd be a value guy I'd be interested in next year when
0: we start talking our salary cap drafts. I think he's gonna be someone Did you see that corner he took and turned it and just burned him for that touchdown?
2: So I'm saying he's he's got some skill, man. He's a, he's like um he could be Alvin
0: Kamara. light. Um, Didn't know we're doing the old sauce tonight, Rich.
2: I don't know. I'm just saying light. Not not there, but you know Guy, I could pay. I could pay you know fifteen bucks and get some real good fucking value out of them. Even if it was twenty bucks, I think you'd get real nice value next year. I expect the Dolphins to have a good year next year. This year, they're going to probably make the playoffs, but you know, I, I see them getting bounced, but I see some progression. Brian Flores is a good coach.
0: Who's their quarterback going in?
2: Oh, into the playoffs? That's an interesting concept. I don't know. Um, I, I think they're going to roll with Tua. Um, but they might Brad They they might just be They might be keen To your operation Brad That uh, QB By Committee Are we Are we seeing That in action again Here Or what It works I don't know man I think More and more teams Are like seeing If, if they got Two capable guys Going One guy Ain't got the juice Let's get another dude Out there Let's See what he does They do different things
0: You know You think about it, it's really smart because not only one guy gets injured, you got two guys totally prepared. You have two different types of game plans you have to prepare for. So Mm -hmm. you have two different guys. I mean, if you don't have a stud and you got two guys, one guy gets it and one guy doesn't. Makes sense? Like if uh, Drew Brees was gone in New Orleans, I could see it being a Jameis Winston, what's it called, Tasting Hill type performance. So a little committee. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was just looking at Josh Allen's uh, score for tonight, guys. He's got 32.3 fantasy points. Diggs has three touchdowns. He put up a 33.5. So there could be some uh, leagues out there where these two studs are uh, winning some dudes some trophies.
2: Yeah, Diggs and Allen, man. That's a deadly combo this year. I think we were talking about stacks. I think that's the one we mentioned. I think, actually, you mentioned that one, Mark.
1: Yeah, I like Diggs coming into this year. Uh, Didn't go out and get him in the draft, almost traded for him. And it's funny, me and Sorrow, were talking about a trade that involved digs for Mike Evans, and you look at week 16, they're both putting up 30-plus.
2: Yeah, big names, big, big numbers. Uh, All right, well.
0: Was this when you still attacked Mark's Singletary on your team?
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably. No, I probably cut ties with him. I cut kind of ties with that okay. kind of early, man. It was like week three or four, I was already, like, bouncing out of that situation. After spending $27 of draft capital on it for no particular reason, but what's up?
2: When we get into, um, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice for next year. Preemptively, right. we're, we're heading into next year, I'm giving you advice right out the um, gate.
1: right, I'm going to write it down.
2: Do not draft Todd fucking Gurley. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> yep. Uh, at the end no of the reach. day. Uh,
2: not even for a dollar. Not even for no, a dollar. Dude. Don't I can't do put it. him
1: on my team. Can't do it. No,
2: not even for a dollar.
0: What did you buy him for, Mark?
1: Uh, he was about 39 was the bid.
0: <sighs> oh.
1: Yeah, completely fell apart at the end. Wasn't looking too bad for about nine yeah. weeks. but
2: yes. He picked up a first down this weekend, I saw.
1: I should have yeah. traded him when his value was high is the moral of the story.
2: That's true. That is true. So, I tried, to so do, right. I tried to tell you. Brad did tell you like seven times.
0: I tried every week. Each every
1: week, week. <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> <try> <laughs> Basically beating me over the head with his training Todd Girling
0: talk. He got two touchdowns. The more like No, I think I think he's onto something. This is what I. This is why I got him. This, I was like, just train him. <laughs> Yes,
1: there are a lot of trades looking a, back. I don't know why. Back. I don't know what made me so gun shy this year, man. Because that's not usually my mo. Usually I'm wheeling and dealing in the trade market, but for some reason I, I had a little misplaced faith in my team this year. I
0: can. Happen. There were like four teams that weren't gun checked,
2: That was it. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a hold your cards year. It was weird. Usually the uh, usually I'd say we average at least you know a solid. Ten trades in a year.
1: Yeah, me and Sorrow were definitely gonna do that deal and it was right there. And then at the last minute I was like, Wait, I play you next week, so <laughs> let me <laughs> think about this. <laughs> and I was like, Nope.
2: I before I traded D Hop, I offered Sorrow and I were talking deals and I he wanted to do we were really close on Carson for Hopkins. Hmm. Chris Carson. And I was like, I think I'd do that, but I think I'm giving up a little bit too much. That's what I told him I was like, dude, I, I feel like I need a little more peace on that that like I feel like I'm taking the injury risk with the Chris Carson and that, that was it was literally like after that he was out for three weeks. So I was like yeah, kind of told you, but you know I mean it is what it is that's that's what happens. And I knew that risk I could take with that stuff too. I, mean, I still wanted Chris Carson I like Chris Carson a lot. Maybe a little too much.
0: Or uh, past thirty, the thirtieth running back by the end of the year.
1: <laughs> if he doesn't get any carries again next
0: year, he's, yeah.
1: he's gonna be really close. He's gonna be. It really has close been there, so. a precipitous drop off since he God got damn. that. He Yes. What? Off the cliff. Off the side of the cliff. If I would have traded him for the before the trade deadline, it got a little bit of value. But let him be somebody else's problem in the back half. That's where I should have went with that.
0: I Drake. Yeah,
1: but anyway, yeah, next year, not even for a buck, dude. he not goes even for away. a buck.
0: As, is, far, as far away goes. from
2: you. Even if you think he's in the best situation there ever was, because he could get
1: released. You know what's funny is I had him as a rookie, too, and he was just, like, pretty good that year. And then, uh, Brad, I think you had him and traded him for Bell. <laughs> and then Bell, you know, skyrocketed that year and Gurley did jack shit. But then the two years after that, I want to say Toby had him both years is when Todd Gurley just went off the charts fantasy rock star. And uh yeah. Then it's been two more years of just injury riddled uh terrible seasons. Most you guys want to get to. I got waivers if you guys
2: want to do waivers and wrap up. I don't know.
0: Just do it, man. I
2: don't know. Yeah, so
0: got all mixed emotions about this waiver, so I feel like we should just talk about this right now. I mean, ideally, we are trying to tell people not to play Week 17. <laughs> and then we contradict yeah. ourselves by giving them advice to play yeah. Week 17. So I feel I like we are just
1: to dive away. in. Well, the advice is for next year, the they should change year. their yes. rule to not play in Week 17. But if they're already locked into it and there's games coming up.
0: Right, you, you bring up a good point, Mark. We have to help them this year because they already yeah. they already locked in. But this and is the this last year, year, week
1: seventeen. Fuck y'all.
0: Yeah, we're, we're not so giving any you. more advice week seventeen. Yeah,
1: this is it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no man, I think we have to do our due diligence and give them some names, especially when there's some good names. I feel like there's good names. So, I mean, I, I've never, to be honest with you, I've never. Looked at a week seventeen matchup from this perspective. Usually, now that we're doing this thing, I'd looked at it. But usually, I look forward to week seventeen just being like kind of a sit back, enjoy some actual NFL football, and right. not really. See think who gets in the playoffs? Yeah. yeah, just see it play out and see that intensity play out.
0: I mean, it's the whole like beauty and painful thing about fantasy football is. It's because week 17 hits. Like, I'm going to go to my parents' house, probably, you know, help take down some Christmas lights or this or that, you know. And then going will be football on. And my dad's going to be like, oh, so and so played. I'm going to be like, what's the score? And he's going to be like, the Bears won. I'm like, oh, they're in the playoffs. I'm not going to be like, well, Mitch Trubisky had three touchdowns. How did David? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not to be asking, like, any of these questions. Would the Bears defense get the pick six or how, how did they score?
1: I'm yeah, be like, good boy." Oh,
0: they won. And that, that's what fantasy does. It puts all that, like, excitement in. It takes, like, a deep game and makes it even deeper, you know? There's just so many extra levels that makes it great. And when you take all those things away, it's just like... Well, know. it's
1: safe to say, bro, over the course of this podcast, we have done a deep dive into the mechanics and comings and goings and inner workings of fantasy football, man. So, yeah, that's how far down the rabbit hole you can go. Almost 50 episodes of a podcast.
2: <laughs> Dude, yeah. And, like, sometimes I feel like we just, like, haven't even, like, scratched the surface with yeah. some stuff. Like, there's, like, these, like, deep, like, theoretical talks that Brad and I have sometimes about, like, some fantasy shit where it's like, (laughs) you guys don't even fucking know. You don't want to go off the whole fucking deep end with us on some of this shit. (laughs) They're like, wait a second. It's been two hours, so you guys are still just sitting there talking about Damien Harris? Like, what the fuck is going on, man? Let me tell you about James White.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen Gronk's Hands? Oh, here we go. Josh, I saw him
1: catch a couple touchdowns (laughs) uh, this past weekend.
0: You watched that ball disappear. Yeah, disappear in those hands, dude. You don't even see it anymore. It's like a Venus flytrap catching a football.
1: Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy. It's like it has been a fantasy overload, though, for us guys, you know, trying to be in the league, all our normal fantasy uh, action and uh, injury concerns and everything else that we're dealing with on top of uh, doing a podcast. I kind of feel like I almost overdosed on fantasy at one point. I was hoping you guys had a Narcan pen handy because I was going to need a – well, a quick jab of adrenaline to the heart.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I had told myself, like, oh, like, dude, just – just let whatever happens in the league, like it is what it is. Like we're we're focused on our podcast. We're trying to kick ass here. Like, but like I don't know. I'm too competitive for that shit. <laughs> so, like,
1: right. Well, and like we said before, Rich, for, uh, for me and you and Brad, this is our only league. Some of the some of our yeah. other league mates play in multiple leagues, but this is yeah. like this is it,
2: man. This is my franchise. That's what I always related to. This is my franchise because I don't I don't play elsewhere. But down the road,
0: well, I don't know. Here's the conundrum that we're in. Like Rich said we want to make this podcast great we want to give good advice but we are an early podcast we don't have a ton of listeners and a good majority of those listeners are people in our football league so we're literally just telling people in the beginning what we're doing (laughs) every single fucking and like literally it's crazy to me like three of them paid attention it's just like, <laughs> we're literally telling you every week what we're going to do, who we're going to pick up. And like, I think to oh. to rope. And I think Zach listens sometimes, right? I'd say once every third podcast.
2: But it's funny. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can get a quarter of the league's opinion on
1: something. He'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be listening to this episode.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I sent him a text just now. I sent him a text to Rick. Giving him the congrats. Yeah. How, hey, oh, yeah, Brad, how old is Zach?
0: 28, 29. Gee, yeah, he's
1: a little younger guy. Yeah. A young buck coming in and snatching the trophy, man. I'm
0: exactly 10 years old.
1: Oh, for real? <laughs> It's unreal. Well, congrats, Zach. And uh, Eddie, tough game in uh, week yeah. 16 here, but second place. Nothing to sneeze at. So,
2: uh, Actually, I'll put it on here. I, I sent Eddie a text, and, uh we had a little group chat going for a little bit here with us. Oh, here it is. I sent it. I said, uh, that sucks, man. And uh, then he kind of came back, and he said, yeah, my team just didn't show. It's all good. It was a fun season. So I thought that was a yeah. good response. Like, yeah, man. Right on, man. That's cool. Yeah, right out the gate. I, I'm never like that. I'm a sore mm-hmm. fucking loser.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, like,
1: the first I'm step fuck is off. <laughs> yeah, I think that's tough one. Admittance. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't consider myself a sore loser. I would say I'm more bent. I get more bent.
2: Well, that's uh, that's what I mean. I'm I'm not like mad at the other person, but I'm more just like I I do get very bent. So you you can ask Noelle She it's a it's at least a day of processing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I recovered pretty well, but
2: you did you did well, Brad. You, dude, for what your luck has been, like you handled this shit like a fucking champ, dude. Like that's now, fucking
1: crazy. If you threw a remote through your flat screen at some point over the past <laughs> two weeks, I couldn't even blame you, bro.
0: Do you think I'm gonna mess up my twelve inch plasma. plasma?
1: Fuck <laughs> your twelve inch plasma.
0: No, hell no.
1: Michael Michael Scott standing there
0: <laughs> watching his <laughs> plasma that shit pivots (laughs) i watch football i love it no mark (laughs) ashley you want to hear something crazy in weeks 15 and 16 me and you have the same number of wins.
1: imagine that
0: i suck (laughs) (laughs) yeah that sucks i've never yeah well obviously i've never won week 16 because otherwise my name would be on the trophy but yeah (sighs) Second, second, fourth, fourth, six fourth is the ongoing total.
2: That's the last six years.
0: Oh, All awesome. even numbers. I hate odd numbers, man. They fucking piss <laughs> <hit> me off.
2: <laughs> Sucks, man. You can't <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Nah, dude. And that's the thing. Like I, t- I andrew luck. When I went to win the championship, number one player in the league gets point seven. Like, number one team this year fucking shits the bed. It's just like I don't mean. Like, I don't even know how you can mentally prepare for some of this shit, you know, like... You just got to keep rolling the dice. This
1: fantasy game, man, it's like it can make you feel cursed after a while in certain instances. And in reality, you're not. Like, the breaks just aren't going your way. (laughs) It just feels like that, man. It's like Well, that's what I've said.
2: You you can't take it personally. Like, you have to understand that it's all a numbers game, and there's so many people out there who have Devontae Adams, and then there's so many people out there who have, you know, just, I don't know. I,
0: I <laughs> I'm more of a think of me kind of guy. But yeah. I'm a think of me kind of guy. I don't worry about the other numbers. Mm-hmm. I think it's all personal. Yeah. Like Andrew Luck Like, nah, fuck you, Brad. You're not gonna win today.
2: A lot of championships lost on Andrew Luck, dude. A lot of championships won tonight on Josh Allen going off or Stefan Diggs going off. Or Devonta
1: Adams or Alvin Kamara, There are some big scores this weekend, man.
2: Yeah, for week sixteen, dude, that's crazy, man. You like is it in the back of like a player's head, like Alvin Kamara? Like,
1: man.
0: Week sixteen, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Six man. yeah, I, I feel like some man. of those guys want to get like picked first overall. You know, like they like they like that.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw like that thing on the stories on the OFP about. Uh... What some people do, like they give like a little portion of their winnings if they win, like if I if I had one with Alvin Kamara or whatever, um, giving a little portion of your winnings to, to that player's like favorite charity and they had a list of them.
1: Oh, that's fucking cool though.
2: Yeah, so I mean it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a ton or whatever, but you know, a little little chunk if they especially shit, man. <laughs> Alvin Kamara comes out with six
1: touchdowns, man. Holy shit.
0: <laughs> you know, actually, uh this is a little off topic, but still kinda relevant. Uh, Jay mentioned this to me, and I never really thought about this, but I think he might actually have a point with some of these, especially quarterbacks and possibly wide receivers, uh, even I guess running backs for that matter. But some NFL players, especially on the offense, really get into the crowd and the noise and they feed off that emotion. So because there hasn't been any anyone in the stands, it's been quiet. It's like hard for them to get up for the games. And they've just been more flat. A guy maybe like Carson Wentz kind of feeds on that emotion, you know. So maybe when you see these guys having these complete off years, it's the crowd. So when the crowd comes back next year, don't be surprised if these guys come right back to form.
1: It's interesting. That's an
2: interesting concept.
1: Yeah, going into next year, you know, assuming that hopefully the world is uh, back to normal by next August or September, uh, for the most part, you know, I do agree that looking back on this 2020 season, I mean, uh, you can't, you can glean some info, but also you don't want to, like you said, you don't want to completely count out some of these guys that had injury riddled or off years, uh, you know, Michael Thomas or Carson Wentz, guys like that.
2: Yeah, Michael Thomas, that's a good name. What a weird year for him. So, yeah, I wouldn't write him off. I think, I think yeah. these guys got to be, yeah, they're right back in the mix for top wide receivers next year. So, let me blast through the fucking waivers quick.
0: Blast them. I'm going to smoke some weed when you do this. All right, dude, yeah.
2: Running backs. We talked about Jeff Wilson last week, and then he goes off. So, he's probably still pretty much widely available. Go get him.
0: You deserve a ding for that, by the way. Oh,
2: appreciate that. Oh, love that sound. Hopefully, I get that Chicago Bears one, huh, Mark? Fire <laughs> Bears. You, want that, you want that Bears one. <laughs> uh, but I get one for D- David Montgomery for sure. Uh, Gus Edwards. Hey, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Gus Edwards this week. J.K. Dobbins has a little injury going on, a little ankle sprain, I think it is. Gus Edwards against the Bengals. Baltimore Ravens got to win that game. Baltimore Ravens are going to run the ball, so Gus Edwards—he's already been getting a good share of the the carries here. You know, 15 carries a game, so he'll he'll get the he'll get the lion's share. Uh, Malcolm Brown—I liked him last week. I think I like him more this week against the Cardinals. Unfortunately, Um, the Cardinals have proven that they're kind of a little weak up front right now, and that's not necessarily their fault, but it's you know about injuries. So I see running backs having good days on them. Wide receivers—I got some interesting names because we are in week 17 here y'all um i got dj chark i think he could have a good game like i said um jacksonville has been fucking trying man so pretty good shit there uh the baby catcher uh, the nelson baby. aguilar he's catching them babies right brad um, brad's taking a hit but
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah dude, just
0: seen that baby he got. <laughs> yeah dude he's like no i got this
2: <laughs> bam bam gone 85 yards gone uh another guy uh unfortunately josh reynolds i i've seen a spark in that guy last week and that matchup against the cardinals is going to be juicy so i think that's kind of a little off off the radar type guy for you and then um yeah not those guys we'll go away from those guys tight ends though um i've got irv smith and jared cook i've, I've seen them going to jared cook a lot in the red zone i'd like to throw yeah. his way when they're about 25 yards out they'd like to hit him on the seam at least they're like giving him one opportunity pretty much every drive so i, I like that from a tight end um uh, and guess what if i was playing quarterbacks and i really needed some guys guess who i might play this week i might wow. I might play Kirk cousins because he's going, up, he's going up against the fucking Detroit Lions, and they're terrible, man. So yeah, I'm and right.
1: it's like both those teams have nothing to play for. It's week seventeen, so that could just be a high scoring. Is, It'll be
2: a sling fest because, yeah. like,
1: it, it, Cousins will come out and say, "You like they're that?" to and, Put up stats at yeah. that point for their next yeah.
2: contract. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. So that's they—they got nothing to play for except for just to fucking go for it. So uh, Cousins, if you got to do it. Uh, Philip Rivers as as a matchup he can exploit, and they got to get to the playoffs. So, could, if you need to plug in eighteen points, get Philip Rivers. You know that's a safe baseline.
0: Now I know uh, Ben Roethlisberger had that good first half, but watching those two guys throw the ball every single play back and forth. Holy shit, dude! Made me feel old.
2: (laughs) Here we go, trying to throw the ball. We're gonna throw one right now. Uh, I felt like an old guy. I'm like,
0: I remember when these guys were rookies, and I'm like, oh shit, dude. Yeah, when
2: when they're when especially like, dude, like to me, it looked like Philip Rivers was more mobile than uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and it's like, oh, dude, what is happening? (laughs) The statue game. I do have one more guy. I got Andy Dalton too. If you go, if you're looking for a quarterback, you you know he he led the league uh, in passing yards this week, oh, 75 passing yards. So um, I don't think um, I don't think New York's defense has been very good the past you know four or five weeks. Something fell off the wagon with them. They were good for a while, and then now it's kind of turned to shit. So I think that's kind of a nice matchup.
1: So who's winning that division, guys? Let's all pick one of these teams. Uh, see who's right at this point. Feel free to change from your last uh, selection. Washington. I stick
2: with my guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Dallas. You're going with. Dallas. I'm starting you to think what? Dallas. You know. You know what's bugging me too much know. about Washington.
0: I'm gonna say. I, I correct. You. I'm gonna stick with the Giants. Because I forgot that they might not have Alex Smith and be down a quarterback.
2: Yeah, I I don't know what's going on with them, too. You know, I I had a little note here, too, earlier, real quick. Like, it seems to me that Ron Rivera's kind of, like, bungled this whole experience of what he's doing with his quarterbacks all year. Um, And and aside from that, like, I think he should have just tried to find some stability and he's just never found it all year. He's just been like goofy with all of his decision making. And it's held them back. And um, without Terry McLaurin going into this last weekend, because he's he's already ruled out, I I don't think they're going to be able to create any offense in this game. You're muted. Mute.
0: So I have a theory, by the way. (laughs) So I had a theory, by the way. So uh, the Jets. Leave that. Clear-cut favorite to go and what's it called? Get Trevor Lawrence, you know? They were, yeah. So they win two games in the last three weeks. And now, all of a sudden, they don't get the first place. What do you think that these players are like, you know what, dude? Because they know the coaching staff's all fired. Like, everyone's fired. They're like, dude, we got to just lose games and keep our job all year. And they got through the whole year, and they're like, you know what? Let's fuck them over. Let's just let's win fuck
1: two them games. Over.
0: <laughs> and they're just like, they're gonna fire all of us. So let's just go win two games and just fuck them when over. They're fucked. There
1: they and they beat two playoff contenders, the Rams and the Browns. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's the craziest
1: part. <laughs> uh,
2: that was I funny funny shit i don't
0: crazy know crazy sabotage
2: man. weird shit that weird shit to the end of the season like it seems like just like it's natural for the end of the season to have like these weird things happen too like it's just going to happen every year i was telling brad there's always throughout the year there's always just like these different storylines there's a holdout guy there's an unexpected trade guy There's the guy who has an injury that nobody thought he would linger all year. And then there's the guy who just goes down with the ACL in week one. It's like every fucking year it's the same shit. All
1: right. Well, let's wrap it up right there, guys, and uh, wrap up this week 16. We have officially crowned a new champion in our league. So congrats, Zach. We'll have him on on, uh, Wednesday, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We might give out some uh, awards finally on Wednesday and – Wrap this season, man. Put a little bow on it. Call it a day.
2: I like it, man. Yeah, let's wrap this booger.
1: (laughs) Well, appreciate all you guys listening, tuning in every week. It's been a wild ride, and catch us next time on the Organic Football Podcast.
0: See ya.
2: We're just calling it like we are podcasting right now. Like... <laughs> I don't know.
1: What do you guys want to do? It's
0: 2020, bro. Shit's different.